1: Premier Structures is located in Athens, Alabama, and serves all of North Alabama, and is licensed in Alabama and Tennessee. To find your career with Premier Structures, go to premierstructures.com or give them a call at 256-232-2092. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Sometimes life brings you a moment you always will remember some of nature's most beautiful creations framed by places we know and cherish and aren't we in luck that some of life's most memorable scenes are right here at home all together at alabama the beautiful the group on facebook where the eye captures the moment and it really does last forever
0: Be sure to check out AlabamaTheBeautifulMagazine.com
1: With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Fuquay's Southern Soul Food is available at two locations, one in Rogersville in the Foodland Shopping Center on Highway 72 and one in Hartzell at 711 Nanceford Road. Enjoy the salad bar and various delicious meats, vegetables, desserts on the all-you-can-eat buffet. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Go see my friends at Fuquay Southern Soul Food in Rogersville or Hartzell and tell them the Mark White Show sent you. Now, with tomatoes and other fresh produce, J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama is ready to serve you. Located at 30 County Road 260, Coleman, Alabama, you can go to their website at jcalvertfarms.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at jcalvertfarms. Give them a call at 256 636 2752. That's J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama.
0: Hello, I'm Gene Stallings, and this is the Mark White Show. Get off the sideline and get involved and make a difference in your community. You are listening to the Mark White Show. My daddy is your host, Mark White. Do
1: something good Welcome to another edition of the Mark White Show. I'm glad that you can be with us today as we address an issue that affects a lot of people, maybe more people then we can process as we think about our own personal situation. If we're fully capable of being able to go to the bathroom, being able to get around a building with ease, that is not the case for many, many people across our country. And recently in Prayers for Brooke, which is a page that I follow, Danielle Hollis expressed her concern about accommodations for those who are adults that need to go to the restroom, that have to have someone as a caregiver to be able to help them in their own personal situation. So I started searching and I found Changing Spaces Campaign. I reached out to Danielle. I told her about Changing Spaces Campaign and what they are doing to bring awareness, to bring about change across the country. And right now I do have with me Keisha Smith with the Georgia chapter and also have Sarah Knowles with the Wisconsin chapter, Welcome to the show, Keisha and Sarah.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having
1: us. Since we started our conversation together early on, Keisha, as we connected to bring about this show today, let's talk about your role in the state of Georgia, what you are doing with Changing Spaces campaign, how it came to be for you.
2: Sure. So my name is Keisha Smith. I I co-chair the Georgia chapter. And, um, so, changing spaces campaign. Um, well, firstly, we we uh, have been advocating for this cause since 2016. So, here in Georgia, we have done a lot to try to um, bring awareness to the issue of the um, the need for adult size changing tables in public restrooms, so that our families, families with disabilities, are able to go out out in public and um, Don't have to worry about performing a basic need, which is using the restroom. Um, Some of our families, you know, we stay home because we, if we know that an establishment or a business um, doesn't have a place that a safe, private place that um, that's dignified uh, for us to be able to use the restroom or toilet, Um, our our loved ones and we would stay at home sometimes. Sometimes, if we're out in public and our loved one needs to be changed, sometimes we have to leave them soiled or just not. Um, go out in public at all, Um, some of our families have had to change our loved ones on uh, dirty restroom floors, in the trunk of our cars, park benches. You know, we had to create an area around them to try to have some sort of privacy. So um, here in Georgia, um, since 2016, we have advocated on different levels. We've done legislative advocacy, which means we tried to get a bill passed. Um, This is a state-to-state issue, so it's going to differ. From state to state, uh, as far as the the legislative advocacy goes, Um, we've had two bills and a resolution sponsored since 2016 here in Georgia. Unfortunately, um, none of them passed; they they died. But we do have plans to go back and pursue uh, legislative advocacy, so that's in the works. Um, But along with doing that, we don't stop advocating within the community. Um, We do bring awareness. We call. We contact businesses. Um, We go and then and set up at different events to bring more awareness to the campaign and what we do. Um uh, we have had some successes here in Georgia. Um, I am in Columbus, Georgia. Um, I met with our local airport here in Columbus, Georgia. They were able to put in not one, but two tables for us. Um, Hartfield Jackson Atlanta airport actually was the first to put in a table for us at one of the terminals. It was, it was either 2016 or 2017. Um, also, we've been able to get some of the hospitals, um, children's hospitals, to put in adult-size changing tables for us uh, for his, for instance, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta um, at their Eggleston location and also at their Center for Pediatric Center for Advanced Pediatrics. They put in an, an adult-size changing table for us um, on all six floors in their family restrooms. So the target is for um, to, to get these installed in family restrooms to have more of a privacy for our loved ones or either someone who's able to... Um self transfer and you know um, address their tolling to needs their sales so um we've been working we've gotten airports across the state to put in tables for us um, We just target large venues or venues that your your families want to frequent um and that are able to um serve a certain number of people like we don't we understand that not every business will be able to do this for us um for instance, you know we don't really target the smaller businesses but we do bring awareness to them as well. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're doing here in Georgia. We're just continuing to advocate on this issue to try to influence change.
1: Keisha, as I mentioned, Danielle Hollis at the beginning and prayers for Brooke. We know why this is a concern to her because her daughter had an accident and now she's living with being a caregiver for Brooke and Brooke needs accommodations to be able to go out and to be able to be with her mother as she goes and shops or does day-to-day activities, what is it personally for you that makes this a work of passion?
2: Personally for me, I have a 20-year-old son. He just 20, turned 20 um, in June. Uh, he was born at 24 weeks, believe it or not. He was one pound, three and a half ounces, and he's still here, still here with us. Uh, I thank God for that. He's my biggest um, influence with pursuing this this level of attitude. Um, he has some pretty significant disabilities. He uses a wheelchair. He's total care, which means that everything has to be done for him. Uh, so he needs care 24-7 around the clock. Um, but even um, despite that, I still want my baby. I still call him my baby, even though he, he's 20 years old. He'll always be my baby. But I still want to provide him the best quality of life as possible. Um, and I want to be able to do that outside of the home. Um, I want to be able to take him out into the public without having to worry, worry about where I'm going to get him changed um if, if something like that arises um I want to be able to put back into the community and spend my my um uh, my dollars you know in the community um as well just want to be able to get out in the public take him out and let him be able to enjoy himself without having to worry about leaving him spoiled or having to bring him home early because there's no restroom for us to go and change. He's gotten bigger. He's 20 years old. So it's quite difficult for me to try to put him on the floor now and get him changed. So there's that. So now we're even more limited in, you know, in in going out in public to do things. And, um, you know, things like this, sometimes if you have more than one child or you're married, sometimes you have to break the family up and go out. Uh, which is very unfortunate sometimes I've had to you know take my other nieces and nephews to different events and leave my son at home and you know while I'm at those events you know I have to try to enjoy it with them um, while at the same time in the back of my mind I'm saddened because I was not able to bring my son all because I didn't have a place to change So This is how that affects me this is my personal story and um, this is not about my son alone. This is about every individual with a disability. Um, the elderly population, you know, we have our disabled veterans, my counterpart here in Georgia, she's a disabled veteran, um, with a child with disabilities who needs this, um who needs these tables. So we're here to fight for, for all people with disabilities who could possibly use this use these tables in public restrooms.
1: And Keisha, as you mentioned, this is a state to state issue And I told the listeners that we have Sarah Knowles, Wisconsin Chapter Leader, with us today. Welcome, Sarah, to the show. Thank you. You are in Wisconsin, a long way from Georgia. So we've heard Keisha's side of her work with Changing Spaces campaign. And in Wisconsin, it would be a completely different challenge, I suppose, with a different legislature and handling that for your own personal state. What is your background and what is your passion for this work?
3: Uh, so I also began um, advocacy in 2016, which is when the Changing Spaces campaign first started. Um, so Keisha and I are both two of the original people who who were involved right from the start. Um, the thing that, that spurred me on was um, my son, uh, who was then 17, we were at a hospital appointment and it it was a multiple appointment day and there was nowhere to change him, and I had to change him on a bathroom floor in a hospital Um because even in the examination rooms, there was no adjustable height table. My son is a wheelchair user, and um at 17, he was too heavy for me to lift. So I couldn't lift him onto an examination table for him to be changed just in, in a regular room. So therefore, the only option was the bathroom floor because we had to stay. We didn't have a choice because we had medical uh, procedures. So that spurred me on. I thought there must be something better. We must be able to improve the situation for people who need it. So I started advocating then. um, I initially just started reaching out to large venues. So I started with a sports arena. Uh, It took a long time. It's not not an easy thing to to advocate for because a lot of people – See the disabled population as more of a burden rather than an, an investment I see it as an investment because we can't go to say a sporting event because my son needs somewhere to change and there isn't anywhere but that means that our whole family doesn't go so we don't pay an entrance fee, a parking fee we don't get concessions we don't buy merchandise and over the years for all of the families that it affects I mean that's a lot of money so Changing tables are an investment to a business because it allows people to go, their extended family to go, and it includes everybody in society rather than living on the, the outskirts and watching everyone else have fun. We can actually go there and have fun along with everybody else. So that's that's what spurred me on. So I have a few tables uh, successes, so I've got a couple of sports venues, our airport um, puts. A table in our state fair, did my local library? Did uh, in addition to that, I have worked with legislators for the past few years, and uh, legislation has been introduced now three times. It's seen as a for some reason, it is seen as a Democrat issue in Wisconsin, and so we and the Democrat is the, the minority party, so we're getting a real real problem in getting sponsorship from both sides of the aisle. We have. But bipartisan um, sponsorship currently so I'm hoping that this time we may we may get a little bit further rather than just the last twice it just died in in the committee and hoping to get a hearing because we have people we have um, other advocacy groups who are willing to support the legislation and we have like a group of people willing to testify I just wish that we could get our voices heard at least even if it doesn't go all the way, at least let us let us have our voices heard in the um, in the committee hearing. So that that's been my experience in Wisconsin.
1: And right now, yeah. folks, we're talking to Sarah Knowles, Wisconsin chapter leader for Changing Spaces campaign, as well as Keisha Smith, Georgia chapter leader, and we're talking about Changing Spaces campaign and their work to create a network of advocates to bring awareness to the need of adjustable height universal changing tables in public family restrooms. Their mission is to promote community inclusion, access, and equality for individuals with disabilities who cannot safely utilize standard handicapped accessible restrooms. We're going to have another segment, and so Sarah and Keisha, if you'll stick with me, we're going to talk about what people can do who are listening to help make a difference When it comes to changing spaces, campaign and your effort, okay? Awesome,
2: thank you. All
1: right, folks, I hope you'll stick with us. You are listening to The Mark White Show, and I'm your host, Mark White. The
0: difference, all we have to do is try. Every day's a chance to change somebody else's life. Unless I'll do something good today. This is Cora White inviting you to tune in every Saturday to Cora's Corner on the Mark White Show.
1: Chick-fil-A Decatur, Alabama is a supporter of the Mark White Show and we appreciate their support. You can visit one of the two locations at Chick-fil-A on Beltline Road and Chick-fil-A Highway 31 South in Decatur. Marmac Real Estate has eight offices throughout the state of Alabama. That includes Decatur, Hartzell, Coleman, Florence, Killen, Muscle Shoals, Orange Beach, and Dauphin Island. There are more than 140 agents throughout Alabama. You can easily reach one of those agents by going to marmac.us and tell them the Mark White Show sent you.
0: extra colorful all day he finishes a burly so he can get away cuz a blue on second base won't dad to watch him play daddy knows he's
1: waiting welcome back so to the mark white show as we talk to two way. very special ladies they've shared their stories Keisha Smith Georgia chapter leader with Changing Spaces Campaign, and Sarah Knowles, Wisconsin chapter leader with Changing Spaces Campaign. I found out about Changing Spaces Campaign thanks to a concern that Prayers for Brooke, Danielle Hollis had. She expressed this through social media, and I started researching, found Changing Spaces Campaign to help support the effort, the need for adjustable height universal changing tables in public family restrooms. We've seen baby tables. That's something that we've all seen in restrooms. This is for adults, those who are larger size, who need access, who need this ability to be able to be changed by their caregivers and taken care of. And if you were listening in the last segment, Sarah Knowles talked about what caused her to get involved with this effort after she was at a hospital with her 17 year old son and had to use the bathroom floor to be able to change her son to take care of him. Now, as much as those who are in the field of cleaning restrooms may try to keep restrooms clean, I would never want to be on a bathroom floor as unsanitary as that is to be changing someone to offer that care to them using a bathroom floor that is horrible and i know that that experience i can understand why that experience sarah would have caused you to want to get involved with this effort to have better for your son when it came to being out and having to do the day-to-day activities with your son and i can see clearly why that would have created this passion in you for this effort as keisha said not just for her own son but for everyone. And I know you feel the same way about that, Sarah.
3: Yes, absolutely. We do it. We initially started because we have the need, but we are campaigning on behalf of everyone. Some people don't have a voice. Some people um, find it very difficult to talk about. So, you know, we're we're there for those people who, who can't speak for themselves.
1: So Sarah, we go from Wisconsin and then Keisha back in Georgia as we talk to both of you about what you are doing to bring awareness, what is your approach, Keisha, when you go to a business that you feel may be a business that could accommodate these adjustable height universal changing tables?
2: Well, the first thing that I do and a lot of us do is before we even approach a business, whether it's that's by email, phone call, or actually going to the business, um, we do a little bit of research on that business. Like we, we, you know, we we pull up information on the business. Um, um, if if we're in the, if we actually go to the business, um, you know, we're all the time checking out the restrooms, going in to see what the restroom is like, how how big is it, how small is it, could it accommodate? Uh, is there a family restroom? Because again, the main target is family restroom. So we we um uh, try to identify if there's a family restroom available. If there's not one. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're taking notes and, you know, um, taking it back with us and then speaking with the proper the, the, the um, proper individuals or experts, architects or whoever, um, to try to see if maybe, um, you know, they could reach out to the business as well to see if maybe if there's not a family restroom, is there a possibility to renovate and put a family restroom in? But again, what we're doing is the approach is to do the work beforehand and then reach out, make a phone call, send an email, go to the business, see who do we need to speak to um, to bring more awareness about this issue. Um, You know, we point out things to them um, 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 to let them know that there's a a segment of the population, the disability community. community. And let me point this out as well. The the disability community is the largest minority group in America. I really want people to know that. And um, when I say disability, I'm not just talking about a disability that you can see, physical disability. There are individuals um, walking around with um, disabilities that you cannot see. Uh, people have chronic health conditions that um, would warrant them needing an adult-sized changing table to use the restroom. Um, so we approach the businesses. We bring awareness, let them know about the campaign, and then we go for ask. We ask for an additional meeting to come together and discuss, discuss further um, the issue and to see If there was support installing an adult size changing table, to be able to um, be more inclusive to the community, um, to be able to open up their business to uh, again another segment of the population, and which is often forgotten, and that's the disability community. Uh, we speak to the benefits of an adult size changing table. Um, we speak to um, the um, having just having that one table can bring more business to to, to their business. You know, more profits for them. Um, they'll become more inclusive to the community. They'll be serving more people, um, things of that sort. And so we, uh, at the end of the day, we go for the asking us for their support and installing the table. And some of them do. And some of them, you know, they take a little while. They need a little time to think about it. Um, and then we also have gotten just some sort of flat out no's from businesses, but we don't let those no's stop us. Um, we oftentimes go back to, you know, let some time pass and go back to the business and revisit the conversation and we have successes that way. Um, so the first thing, like I said, is to do just to do our work on the business itself so that we know what we're talking about. We know uh, a little bit about the business and, you know, who they serve and and why they're in operation. Um, we look at their mission and things of that sort and, um, we just kind of go from there.
1: Speaking to the numbers, we have 16 million Americans who live with cognitive disability, Over 8 million people in the U.S. need help with daily self-care. 20 million have limited mobility, and that comes from the 2019 American Community Survey, U.S. Census Bureau. And as I count the amount of representation or those who are chapter leaders, we have 23 states currently represented through the Changing Spaces campaign And that's California, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, and D.C. chapter, along with Washington State, West Virginia, and Wisconsin chapter. So 23 out of the states in the union, and that is not even half at this point. So there is an issue of having more representation in this effort with Changing Spaces' campaign.
2: Yes, there is. I will point out, though, we're all people are all the time contacting us to either join a chapter or start a chapter. So we have had a, a few chapters join, and um, we have to get them added to the website and then update it. Um, Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we are at 25, maybe 26 states now. New Jersey just came on board. Um, so we're halfway there. Of course, the goal is to have at least one chapter in each state. Though.
1: Yes, And I believe that Danielle Hollis may have reached out because of prayers for Brooke. And I know you talked about the fact that there had been an Alabama chapter in the past, and that may be something that can happen in the near future. I hope so here in Alabama (laughs) and that this campaign can reach even more people in more states as you continue your mission, both you and Sarah.
2: Yes. And so the good news is I actually had a meeting, um, just some interviews with a group this week in Alabama. And so um, we're in the process, and hopefully they will go ahead and start the chapter, but the meeting went very well. They were very optimistic, and so they have to take the information back to some of their other colleagues, and they're going to get back with me. So um, Alabama, look out. You may be getting a chapter soon.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Sarah, would you like to share with people how they can connect with your chapter in Wisconsin and maybe the overall be able to respond to this effort?
3: Yep, yeah, the, be- the best way to um, find out more information or how to contact anybody and to find out if there is a chapter in your state is through our website. We've got a very, very good website. It was recently, um, we started from scratch. Uh, our Ohio um, chapter lead, Kim, she has done an absolutely fantastic job on our website, which is changing spaces Campaign or dot com and that will take you, it, it's got a, it's very easy to navigate and it's got all the chapter leaders there, how to contact them. If you would like to start a chapter, there is the information on how to do that. Basically, you just would send an email with a couple of questions and then Keisha deals with the new chapters. Um, there is also information on, even if you're just looking and you think, oh, I have a venue near me, I don't really want to start a chapter or anything like that. But I would like to try and get a table there. There is information on how to approach a a business, to install a table. There is information on the type of tables we advocate for. We advocate for powered, height-adjustable changing tables because everyone, the disability community, not everyone's the same. Some people can hop up onto a table. Some people are wheelchair users and, and need the table to go right down and wheelchairs come in all different heights. So, you need to be able to move a table down so that a wheelchair user can comfortably slide across, and then the table would be raised up so that the caregiver then can change safely because there's a, there's a risk of back injury if you if you're trying to bend over at, at the wrong angle. So we we do the the adjustable height for safety of both the caregiver and the person who you're caring for. And um, so yeah, the, the best resource is our is our website. And pretty much that is
2: all the information that you would need on there. Uh, Mark, if I could add, you can reach out to us on social media as well. Um, we do the individual chapters do have their own social media pages on Facebook and on Instagram. For instance, you might see changing spaces Wisconsin, changing spaces of Pennsylvania, but we do have a main page in which um, all of the chapter information is shared. So on Facebook, we are changing spaces campaign. On Instagram, we are changing dot spaces. On Twitter, we are cs__campaign. We also have a YouTube channel, and that channel is just simply Changing Spaces Campaign. So you can visit any of our social media pages, YouTube. You can also message us on our social media pages as well.
1: Wonderful. Sarah Knowles and Keisha Smith, thank you for your representation of your respective chapters in Wisconsin and Georgia with the Changing Spaces Campaign. Thank you for joining me here on the Mark White Show today.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. This has been great. We've been enjoying.
1: We'll keep the conversation going, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Here on the Mark White Show, we're recognizing difference makers and sharing their stories to encourage and inspire. And I hope that this show has been an encouragement to you, that you'll share it with your family, your friends, and your neighbors. Let them get on board with the various efforts that we're recognizing through the Mark White Show. I want you to follow the Mark White Show on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the Mark White Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. You have been listening to another edition of the Mark White Show. And this is Mark White, encouraging you to find your purpose by making a difference in someone's life today. There are moments in life you wish you could capture forever. Alabama the Beautiful is a new online magazine that preserves images from sweet home Alabama. Yours anytime, online, every month, where the eye captures the moment and it really does last forever.
0: Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. With the Bible at the foundation, with all of our curriculum from pre-K to 12, ABS has something unique to offer. Find out more information at AthensBible.com.
1: Chick-fil-A Decatur, Alabama is a supporter of the Mark White Show, and we appreciate their support. You can visit one of the two locations at Chick-fil-A on Beltline Road and Chick-fil-A Highway 31 South in Decatur.
0: These are my kind of people.